JB105. Hello, my triangular crop circles. This is your square share cropper, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his swinging Pentagon dance podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Just a reminder, I haven't forgotten about the folks I owe episodes to. Things are just really, really busy. I will get to everybody. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> Today's story is all about sporting a new look. If you're looking for new fashions on empty racks, you'll save big on inapparent apparel. Inapparent apparel by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. Shecky had a reputation to protect as the world's foremost perverted inventor. Last year's rollout of the vibrating stuffed camel known as Humpy had broken all Christmas records. The good part about that was we didn't have to hear the little drummer boy 700 times, but there was a contingent of Andy Williams fans who were seriously pissed. The only thing coming down the chimney down that year was a toy camel, and its startlingly prodigious spend put out the fire down below in more ways than one. Hey, Humpy couldn't help it if Humpy was into vinyl. Nobody wanted to dream of a white Christmas ever again. At any rate, that non-dromedary creamer was last year's news. The public wanted something different this time around. Shecky's new sex rug, called the Shag Carpet, had received a dismal reception mostly because of its non-skid backing. Shecky had been pressured into adding it for safety reasons, but many people said the rubber just felt unnatural. As if what they were doing with those poor rugs could ever be deemed natural. But Shecky was undaunted. He had new sheep-filled fields to explore. He crashed a conference of the world's sexiest physicists and left with an idea that would change fashion forever. Shecky invented negative clothing. With its special fabric dampening properties, and we're not just talking about the crotch area, the average person on the street could be naked without ever having to remove their clothes. All those restaurants with their elitist no shirt, no shoes, no pants, no underwear, no leather vest, no service signs were eating their words after their patrons threw on a layer of negative clothing over their regular wear. Fortunately, when the restaurants had to eat them, those words were drizzled with raspberry sauce and were quite delightful. Negative clothing became so popular it spawned a bunch of knockoffs, like anti-clothes. These were cheaper, but were found to be highly explosive when brought into contact with uncle clothes. As a fashion trend, they were finished, but as a fuel, they made their creators wealthy, and decades later, when mankind launched their first starships beyond the solar system, it was the antimatter uncle matter drives which powered all of the washing machines on those starships. Shecky's non-explosive innovation led to the sexually charged, fully clothed beaches that sprang up along the water even faster than his male customers could, and no one knew if everyone was sweaty from the weight of their multiple temporarily canceled out layers or the undeniable resulting eroticism. As one nude, non-nude skydiver explained, is it because they're so hot or because they're so hot? Actually, it was later determined that due to the poor fitness levels of most Americans at the time, it had to be that first one. Sadly, that skydiver skydove her last skydive soon after that famous quote when the wind shear tore off her negative clothing and she fell to her death when it flew into the underside of her chute and made it disappear. Her family lost its case against Shecky when they admitted under oath that her parachute had never looked sexier. this story undressed you for success, you can zip it and other love buttons at the web address of the non-existent dress BewareTheHairyMango.com. Hustle bustlingly in the comments for this post or privacy mail me and we'll sneak a peek behind the screen at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or sneak into the resulting private screening at BewareTheHairyMango.gmail.com. Whenever the SFSignal.comers have had enough of Jeff Patterson's sour persimmons, the SF and SF Signal stands for Snapple Froger, the dessert that JP spent all night cooking up in the SFSignal.com test kitchens before realizing it wasn't supposed to be cooked. I mean, deep 
fried ice cream is one thing, but boiled yogurt is just like some sort of apple-flavored dairy soup. Not even I am that lactose tolerant. Twitter, your hunting permitter that the loneliest of tab hunters should follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity just as soon as they bag their first 22-point diet soda. The hounds are burnt out on their Firefox hunt, so it's finally okay to open a new tab. Pay no mind to tab's hideous screaming. Beware the hairymango.tumblr.com is full and luscious and vivacious. It hasn't become interesting yet, but it's certainly those other things. Have I ever told you how sexy you look when you donate to me? Or have I described that youthful twinkle in your eye when you subscribe to Beware the Elitist Mango for just $4 a month and get over 40 Mango episodes you haven't even heard before? I haven't? Probably because you haven't done it yet. Granted, those are weirdly specific circumstances. This podcast shuffles erotically into the murky depths of the Okefenokee where it courts marsh maidens but is constantly foiled by its own swamp gas and wishes it could somehow curb its addiction to bog beans. But what choice does it have since it sold its mother's swamp cow to a shady character who promised those beans would sprout into a mangrove tree whose roots would grow straight down to Hell's Own Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Until your airborne IPO is all up in your business, this will squander his life as Matthew Sanborn Smith, telling you no man is an island, except, of course, for Bobby Madagascar. Good night.